Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today, the beginning of a new week. And I thank God for your life. Beloved, I'm Apostle Leal Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song, an old hymn, but sung by Don Muen. God bless you. You'll be blessed by it. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Indeed, we need the Lord every hour, every minute, every moment of our lives. And the wonderful thing and the good thing is that God has promised us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So in as much as we need him, he also has decided that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is with us and will always be with you. Hallelujah. This morning, beloved, I bring you this word of encouragement this invitation from the heart of your father. And this is, he says, come into the rest of God. Come into his rest. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 2, the verse 1 to 3 declares that thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And the Lord blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. And because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God had created and made. Hallelujah. God, after creating the earth, the trees, the flowers, sea, everything, including man, on the sixth day he created man. And on the seventh day he rested. Bible says he rested from the labor of creation, he, he rested. And beloved, this is the heart of God, that we should also come into 
that Sabbath, that spiritual Sabbath, that physical Sabbath within ourselves, wherein we come into the place of rest in our minds, in our souls, in our lives, because there's so much that we have to deal with in life. And oftentimes we labor, we toil physically with our hands for work. That is good because God says anyone that does not work should not eat. But it can come to a point where we are consumed by our work. We have nothing else to think of, nothing else to concentrate on, nothing else to live for but our work. And we don't stop, we don't give ourselves the time for rest. And that is draining. And most people come to a place of a burnout when we live like that. When we live like that, they realize that you, you, you are not complete because there is much more that God has for you than just your work. Some also do not rest in life because of thinking about things, worrying unnecessarily. And I say unnecessarily because Jesus said that none of us can add even one hair onto our heads by worrying. Because worry never fixed anything. Worry never solved any problem. Worry rather compounds issues and makes issues worse. Amen. And so that's why I say worry unnecessary because it's not necessary to rest, to, to, to think, but it's necessary to come to the place of rest and not the rest that people give or human beings give, gives, but the rest of God. Hallelujah. To the place where God brings you to peace of mind, rest in your soul, rest in your spirit. Hallelujah. God wants us to come to the place of rest. And beloved, it is the will of God for you and I to come into the place where we are liberated from the struggles of life, from the struggles in our mind, from evil attacks in our minds to the place of absolute trust and rest. God wants rest for us. He even wants rest for the land. And that is why he declared the Sabbath year and then finally the Jubilee. Amen. And in the book of Judges chapter 5, Deborah, after conquering Sisera, came up with a poem. And she ended it by saying, So let all thy enemies perish, O Lord, but let them that love him be as a son when he goes forth in his might. The Bible says, And the land rested 40 years. So 40 years after this incident, the land rested. Amen. They had no war. They had peace. And whenever there's no war and there's, there's peace in the land, there can be or there will be progress. Amen. There will be development. So the people had rest from war and they progressed. They were happy. That is a time children can play and parents have time for children and just a general sense of well-being. And so the land rested. And beloved, God has ordained rest for the land. He said to Israel that when they come to the promised land, they should farm no six years, but the seventh day, Seventh year shall be a year of rest. So, beloved, if God wants rest for the land, how much more for us who are created in his image and his likeness? God even wants more rest for you. God wants you to, to come into his rest, cease from toil, cease from labor, 
cease from the thinking and, and unnecessary striving within your soul. Cease from the battles of life. Amen. King Solomon, the son of King David, also said that he had rest. Amen. He said that he had rest. His father, David, had wanted to build a house for the Lord, but wars were about him all everywhere. That's what he said in 1 Kings chapter 5, verse 2 to 4. Let me read it to you. He said, and Solomon said to Hiram, saying, You know how that David, my father, could not build a house unto the name of the Lord, for the wars which were about him on every side, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side, so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. Hallelujah. What a blessed blessed place to be in. He said that his father wanted to build God a house, but he had so many walls, walls on every side. But nevertheless, the Lord God caused all his enemies to put under his feet because David also had rest when he ceased from fighting wars. But Solomon is saying here that God has given him, Solomon, also rest on every side. So there's no adversary, no enemy coming to fight him, and there's no evil occurrence, nothing evil hanging around him to destroy. And so he was in a good place. And that is how come Solomon had the liberty and, and, and the peace of mind to build the temple. And beloved, we also need the same. Amen. We also need the same kind of rest, the same kind of freedom from trouble. Hallelujah. And also from fruitless labor. Because when you are laboring and you are not getting the fruit of your labor, it is also harassing. You will not come to a place of peace. Amen. But God offers us peace. If we will reach out to him and trust him, we will come to the place of peace. Praise the name of the Lord. Isaiah 26, 3-4 says that, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon thee, because he trusts in you. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Hallelujah. Amen. He says that God will keep anyone who trusts in him in the place of peace. When you trust in God, your mind is stayed upon God and his word, you will come to a place of peace. Because God's word will negate every negative thought, every evil, anything that puts fear into you, that is terrifying you, that is causing you sleepless nights. The word of God will negate them because the word of God will tell you the truth of the heart of God to you. And so we must stay our minds on God in order to come to the place of this perfection of peace that the word of God is talking about. Say so he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him because he trusts him. Amen. Then he says, trust in the Lord forever. And this is to us. We are to trust God. Amen. Trust God above your fears. Trust God above your troubles. Trust him in everything. Trust him in the morning, the afternoon, the noonday, at night. Trust him. Even when the going gets bad, still continue to hold on to that last string of hope and of trust in the Lord. Amen. Set your face like a flint and decide today that I'm going to trust God. Because really, what is your other option? Look at it this way. Your other option, if you do not trust God, is to trust in the enemy's works. And that is disastrous 
Because Bible says, Jesus himself said in John 10, 10, that the thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And so your options are two. Either you trust God, or you trust the workings and the words of the enemy, which are destructive. But beloved, this morning, God says, come into my rest. God is calling you up into his rest. Come and trust me, he said. Come to me and I will give you rest. That's what Jesus said. Hallelujah. Oftentimes we forget these things. But today, the Father God will have me tell you, come to him and he'll give you rest. Spend a little time, a short time in his presence. Find a little time to go somewhere and pray. Find a little time to set aside a time to worship. And you realize that once you connect with God, his peace comes upon you. Because when God's presence enters into any situation, any life, what his presence does is that it overshadows whatever is negative, whatever the enemy has meant for evil, it wipes it out. Because the truth indeed sets us free. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth of God's word will always set your heart and your mind free from the lies, the instruments of destruction of the enemy. This morning, beloved, God says to tell you to come into his rest. Amen. Isaiah 30, 15 says, For this is what the Lord God says, the Holy One of Israel. He said to his people, that In returning and rest shall you be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. And you would not. He said, I'm telling you, come to me. Return to me and rest, and you'll be saved. He says, just be confident and wait, be still and wait on me, and I'll be your strength. You'll receive strength. And he said, Israel said, we won't. We'll rather fight for ourselves. Beloved, this is what it is. By ourselves, we can do nothing. But with God, with us, all things are possible. So the New Living Translation says that this is what the serving Lord, the God of Israel says. In returning to me and resting in me, will you be saved. In quietness, in confidence is your strength. But you will have none of it. You said, no, we will get our help from Egypt. They will give us sweet horses for riding into battle. But the only swiftness God says you're going to get or see is the swiftness of your enemies chasing you. One of them will chase a thousand of you. Five of them will make you all flee. Be left like a lowly flagpole on a hill or a tattered banner on a distant mountaintop. This is the, 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 what happens to the one who doesn't make God his trust. God said, come to me, I'll give you rest. He says, no, 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 I'd rather run to Egypt. Egypt is the world. Amen. And there's nothing good for you, Egypt. Egypt will put you under bondage. Egypt will put you in slavery. Amen. But then when you have an encounter with God and you stay in God, and God said that if you will come back to him, and coming back to God, beloved, means trusting him completely, letting go and letting God have his way. Amen. He says, if you return to him, if you wait on him for help, he said, you will weep no more. And you'll be gracious when you ask for help. And he'll respond to your cries. And he will speak to you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Hallelujah whether to the left or to the right. Beloved, come into the rest of God this morning. Whatever has been your problem, whatever is the problem, whatever are the issues, the struggles this morning, just tell God, God, I trust you. I choose 
to trust you. I put all these things before you and I let go. Have your way. Show me the way into rest. And I know that God himself who speaks his word and brings it to pass will bring you to a place of peace, a place, a place of rest, a place of joy and tranquility, a place where you will not be moved when the mountains are shaking, when the sea is roaring, you will not be afraid because you will know that you know that you know that your help is with you, your strength is with you, and his name is Jesus. May God bless you this morning. And I pray this morning, let me pray over your life. Father, I pray for this beloved one. Now command Jehovah your shalom, peace. Jesus, your name is a prince of peace. Give this one peace of mind and peace in life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, this morning, God bless you. And may you continue to seek the face of the Lord and bring every challenge before him in prayer. And he will answer you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. However, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is the time. As you receive Jesus into your life, he will bring you into his rest, the place of peace of mind, the place where stresses cannot stress you. Hallelujah. Pray after make it your own prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. If you just pray this prayer, you are saved. Amen. And that is definitely the greatest step forward. Have a blessed day and a blessed week. But remember to Barnabas to share this good word with as many people as you can. God is inviting his people to come to him in trust and in absolute faith and therefore come into the place of rest liberty from bondage, the bondage of thinking and harassment of the enemy, fruitless labor, demonic attacks, everything that goes with it. God says, come to me and I'll give you rest. May your heart be filled with this power of God that brings us to rest. Amen. Oh.